Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean T here. Okay, listen. For my birthday, a lot of you know, I went to Austin, did a live workout, a live podcast recording, and then we had an incredible brunch and I met some incredible and amazing people. But today's podcast is that particular podcast that we recorded in Austin. It's fun. It's really just a Q&A and I think you'll get a lot out of it and hopefully you'll learn a little bit more about me and it can transfer into you learning a little bit more about you. So get ready to trust and believe live from Austin. This is Sean T and it's time to trust and believe. Welcome to Trust and Believe. I'm your host, Sean T, and you are live from Austin. We're going to have um, live questions from the audience, and I'll answer as fast as I can. Okay, so my question is, what is what's been the most challenging thing on your journey to uh, grow your brand, and then what have you learned from that? The most challenging thing on my journey has been my challenge with people. Um, I just feel that for me personally, uh, my energy is very sensitive. Um, and I used to think I was weird because I was super emotional. But then I just realized that I'm just really affected by people's energy. And then I had to kind of learn to maneuver that and navigate my way through that and understand that, um, one, that it's not my fault that they're acting like that. And two, it's my interpretation of them. And three, I could have the wrong interpretation. It could have meant something in a different way. But in addition to that, it's really important, and I've known you for before, to protect your peace and stay authentic to who you are throughout the process. And so for me, it's just people. It's the relationship with people. I really believe that because we all have our own internal struggles that I do accept when people aren't, you know, 100% on top of their game, or, you know, but I don't accept negativity directly toward me. So it's been people. Another thing that's uh, been really challenging is I think the same thing that happens in relationships, which is you're with someone and you want to grow and 
sometimes your partner doesn't understand the fact that you want to grow and that you're two different humans with two different DNA, with two different brains, with two different either goals or aspirations, even if it changes from time to time. And so a lot of times when you get into a career where you're growing something, you want to move forward, but people who are next to you don't really understand that you have to have that freedom to grow and blossom. And so people try to hold you back and they try to put you in a box. And so don't ever do that. It's okay to just be like, this ain't for me. Um, so that was another challenging thing. But I think that um, because of my honesty, I've been able to, first of all, I'm not going to stop being who I am. But I think just because of my honesty, and just I cannot not be authentic that it just kind of, in a not negative way, but it forces people to accept this is what I am. But I think the most important thing with all of that is that if you bring value to something, your company or partnering with someone or whatever, if you bring value, that's going to be the loudest thing. And so as you continue to grow, just make sure, one, you know your value. And two, Whatever you're doing is bringing value to people if you have a product or it's bringing value to a partner if you're partnering with someone. And never negotiate money and dollars. Negotiate your personal value. I think the thing that the growth that I have is like the, the acceptance of myself fully because I also believe that when you have a brand, again, people put you in a box and they expect you to stay in this box. But if you, if you know where Nike started and where they are now, or Adidas, or, you know, water companies. Like, everybody has an evolution, and so I just would love for people not to be afraid to evolve, and it's really okay if it pushes the envelope just a little bit. My name is Nicole. And what's your question? My question is, as you go through a large transformation, how do you get your eyes and your mind to recognize what you see in the mirror now? I think that you should just not stop looking in the mirror. Because, and I, like I talk about in my book, you should have mirror moments. And that's why I always say, if you accept where you are right now, then as you go through the process, it's going to be a level of acceptance and go toward the thing that you like. But I will be honest, there's always that thing where you are like, oh my God, I'm, I look like this, so I feel like this. And then you look at a picture like from a year ago, and you're like, damn, I'm fun as hell. <laughs> Like, why didn't I accept that? And that's exactly why you should at this very moment. Because one of the things I heard the other day, which was so profound, is that we will never see our own faces in real life. We only see our faces through a reflection. And mirrors, while a mirror is a mirror, mirrors are also very distortive. Like, if you go to a funhouse mirror, it could stretch you this way or it could stretch you that way. Your bathroom mirror that has light behind it is going to accent your face this way. A, a, a mirror, the selfie cam on your phone is going to make you look another way. Like, you, you, you will never know what you look like outside of yourself, ever. Because his camera is going to be different than my cell phone camera. It's going to be different from the Zoom camera. It, it's all different. And cameras and mirrors are made to make you, like when I go to the gym, like there's lighting. I'm like, damn, those shoulders is popping. But then I get into, a, then I get into another room. I'm like, bitch, you ain't got it. Right? So like, <laughs> I mean, for real, y'all know what I'm talking about. So you're always like, you're always judging yourself. Always. You're gonna, so I just say, free your mind. 
and just accept where you are right now. And honestly, the end game doesn't even matter because the confidence is, is actually most important. But I understand how tough it can be to be like, damn, like I want to be here. And the other thing is, a lot of times we compare ourselves to what we used to look like. And our goals that we have for what we want to look like will never match what the end result is. It just never will because time is evolving. I, for for the longest time, you get asked, guys, like, I want to be 188 pounds. Like that's my that's what I need to be. And now I'm like 215, 225 pounds. My like, bitch. I'm like you fine as hell. Cause like what what am I going to do? I'm just going to like constantly be like I wish I was that. No, I'm I'm not doing that. I'm just not doing, like, why do you want to wish for something that's not there right now? Unless you know happiness, right? That's different. But when it comes to who you are and the body that you're in, like, you have to move in the body that you're in. You have to eat in the body that you're in. You have to, if, you, if you're in a relationship, you have to adult in the body that you're in. So, girl, you better just slay the game as is, okay? <laughs> so, like, accept, like, just go to the mirror every day and be like, I'm fine as hell. Like, because... You know, and just figure it out because wishing for the future about something that you still have to evolve with is just kind of like a detriment to your mental health. Um, what do you credit as the main influences on your coaching technique? And what would you recommend to people who want to improve theirs? My coaching technique, in turn, okay, it, like in which coaching technique? Because I have a few. Oh, any of them? Okay, cool. I got you. I got you. So in terms of teaching, so years ago, I used to go to fitness conventions all over the world. Like before I got to Beachbody, I, I had taught on, I don't know how many continents, and some of the, my most incredible teachers, people you may not even know, which is uh, Calvin Wiley, he's an incredible instructor out of New York, uh, Patricia Miranda, Rishi, rest in peace, uh, Tony Stone, Patrick Godot, these are all, Angie Bunch, these are so before in fitness, you used to go to fitness conventions and there'd be presenters. And when I tell you, these people were next and level to the point of like, it was, it was unreal. And so I used to take like seven classes a day because I just wanted to like feel that. And I knew that I knew that I had that same kind of energy. So, uh, yeah, so I used to train with them. And then at one point, the, the conventions that I used to go to gave me a chance to teach, and it was a success, and then I, then I got hired to teach all over the world. I don't know if you noticed, but I also opened up a few gyms in Istanbul, Turkey, and, like, I did, I taught, uh, I developed programs, like, group exercise programs and personal training programs, and, you know, where they spoke Turkish and I spoke English, and it was just, like, it's amazing that I went there twice to do that. Uh, and I used to teach a convention in Germany, and, uh, just all over the world. So... It was really like a studying of my craft, like to the max. Like I used to walk down the street in eight counts and I would cue if I was about to turn the corner. Like it was so ridiculous. I'm like five, six, turn to the right, like you know. So if you've done size or any of my dance workouts and I'm, and I'm talking and I'm giving you all this stuff, it's because I literally lived my entire 24 hours of my day like that. It was ridiculous. Um, when it comes to life coaching, um, it's really, uh, it's my grandfather, you know, because I think you guys know he used to take me out to the corner. I used to be preaching to people. I'm like, child, I don't want to listen to you. But the people who did listen, you know, was like really amazing. And they like lumped him for him. And he was never boisterous or like, 
trying to be the best. He was like, this is me in his, in his teaching. And so I've never, like, aspired... I love... I love live events and stuff like that, but I never aspire to have like a room full of 10,000 people listening to me speak. It gives me anxiety, and I feel like I have to say like these cliche truth bombs where everybody goes, <gasps> and then they walk out of the room and they weren't, they don't remember what I said. I'd rather just have the people, that's why I tell people like, the people who are gonna love you, they're gonna love you. Like, it is so much better for you to find quality. Like, I believe the people are here, people who wanna come here. You guys are quality, like, you get me. Hey, Sean, I'm Demetria. I've been following your current transformation journey. What are the top three things you've learned thus far that you could share with us as we continue our journeys along with you? Oh, that's really great. Um, I might give you five. So (laughs) the most important thing that I've learned is to, like, really embrace being a student. Like, I just think it's so important. So for me... That, that was really great. Um, and I talk about my trainer all the time, but she's, like, so amazing. And, like, you know, I've been doing things one way for 25 years, and, like, times have changed, and she's a doctor. And so she's, like, not only does she train me, but she's, like, fixing stuff as along the way, so it helps me with that. So I've learned, like, different form techniques, like how to overcome injury, to work through injury, not be, like, I've learned so many different ways. Like if I have an ailment or a pain (laughs) at 44, it's getting worse, Um, (laughs) right? You know, so when I, but I'm just like, wow, like, I'm I'm not afraid of pain anymore. That was really great because I've been a student with that. The second thing is, and I know this is like, eh, but I'm eat a lot. Eat a lot of food. I eat so much food, and I'm heavier, and my body fat percentage is lower. You know, my goal is to gain weight, but if you like, don't be afraid to eat. And I realize that the healthier things that I eat, um, the less hungry I am. It's really, it's really interesting. That's another thing that I learned. Um, what else have I learned? I think that I, you know, I learned more about strength training because I'm a, I'm an, I was more of an athlete that was focused on fast twitch muscle fibers, as you all know. And I'm like, go. Oh. So it's really cool to see my body change, you know, to like more powerful. Even though my legs feel like legs sometimes, I'm trying to jump. I'm like these things, boy. <laughs> um, so that's really cool. And I really want people to really try to focus on building muscle. I know you, we have a lot of programs, and you know, there's Joel and Ambala to have programs. But if you can invest in heavy ass weights, that's not going to injure you. Oh my gosh! Especially women. No offense, like women. The the one. Okay, so now we get to some like some really good things that I learned. Women specifically, men too. I'm a man, so this is easy for me to say. But check your testosterone. Check your hormone levels as soon as possible, especially when it comes to testosterone. You know, we hear testosterone and men and women think like, oh, testosterone, but it helps so it helps women so much too. Um, and men, don't be afraid to get a hormone panel because it like completely changed my life. I mean, I literally have uh, testosterone pellets in my back right now. So it's so hormones is, it has been, and I found out my estrogen was high because my estrogen was high and my stress was high, and so there's more to fitness in terms of weight gain and weight loss than just eating and working out. 
I think that's the biggest, like your internal health and not just like your digestive system, but your blood work is going to tell you a lot. And the last thing I learned is like your blood type, which a lot of you may know, you get a blood type test and it'll tell you the foods that you, that you should stick away from or the foods that you should eat. So they're all, I learned, I've been learning a lot. Hey, Sean. Hello. I'm another Jessica. Hey, um, Jessica. <laughs> when it comes to gaining muscle, um, I've been intermittent fasting 11 to 7. Is that something I should be doing still? Does that help? Or what do you suggest? Yeah, so intermittent fasting is incredible. It's amazing. Um, it definitely helps muscle growth. For me, I just have to eat a lot. I mean, I've, I always thought that I gained weight easily until I got to 207 pounds and I was like... This is really hard, you know. I just because I always feel like, oh, I gain weight easily, and then I go to a point I can gain, I can gain more weight if I eat cheesesteaks, trust, and you know. But to eat and gain weight in a healthy way, I got to two hundred seven pounds. I'm like, gosh. So then I just, I just, I was just eating and eating, and eating. Um, so I got to two twenty, and I just can't get above it. It's so hard. But um, if you do eat between eleven and seven. You have to eat a lot of food. You have to eat. Like, your meals have to be pretty massive. Um, and the right amount of protein and the right amount of good carbs. Because uh, some people do dirty bulking, which is the cheesesteaks and pizza and french fries. And they just want to get as big as they can and then lift. But that's not how. I just don't recommend that because you still want, like, good heart health as you go through the process, you know. So eat a lot between that time frame. I'm Deborah. Hi, Sean. Hi, Deborah. I have a question about your family life balance. Uh, I know you added a couple. You have a couple of additions to your family in the past few years. And I have. I'm the mom of uh, twins and a daughter. And I had a busy army career. And I always struggled with the the balance between the very busy career and and the children. How are you doing that? It's. I'm, we do pretty good, I must say. Before we had kids, that Scott and I had a rule that at six o'clock we stopped working, no matter what. That's our rule. Sometimes he'd be going over. <laughs> yeah. Then I gotta promise him a little something that'll make him stop. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Just walk by, bitch. Just walk by. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, it's a, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, but. Um, it's, it's, we've, we, we had that foundation before we even had kids, which was really great. And now we do a re, we do a pretty good job. I mean, with social media, it does take, I'm, I'm messing with Scott by saying he goes over. Sometimes I do too, because with social media and like just kind of different partners that I have, I have to finish something. I have to do something, but we, we definitely, we get home at five o'clock and it's time with our boys and we really, really stick to that. And then. You know, I mean, I don't know what you do for work, but our team, which is Chip and Elliot and Alex and other people, like, they know <laughs> that we're pretty much off limits and they'll send messages and stuff like that. But we just have that pretty good balance. The hardest part, I think, that we're trying... Oh, and the other thing that we did is 48 hours away from home is the max. Mm -hmm. So if we're not together. So if we're not together, like, if I have to travel on my own and vice versa, it's 48 hours and we're back home. Uh, if we go together, we do whatever we want. <laughs> we just keep them with, they stay with their grandparents or, you know. So cause, and that's the other thing is we take a lot of time together as a couple. We really, 
we, we take a lot of time. <laughs> it's really great. We've been married 10 years together, 12 in October. And I, after we have been married, like, child, I think you mine already. Um, so they're just like some of the they're just like some of the things that we do. Um, we just like they're not rules; they're just boundaries that we create to keep our home life balanced. Uh, who's your favorite designer right now, and why? Honestly, it's just going on ASOS and Amazon. <laughs> no, okay. So Scott gave me a challenge, right? Because I'm all about going to the mall or going to somewhere that's ridiculous. And Scott gave me a challenge for my birthday. He said, all right, you have to buy three outfits, four outfits, including shoes, and you have to do it in under $1,000. Like, I, like, me? I'm like, you know how much money I got saved in the bank? I'm going to give $1,000, like, right? So anyway, um, I was like, okay. And I went on ASOS, and I went on Amazon, and I found a dope, I spent $631. I got five outfits. <laughs> so that was like a really big kind of eye-opener for me. Um, and then Jessica's husband uh, bought me some shoes at, uh, in Vegas, which she's still mad about. <laughs> he, he bought me some Christian Louboutins. I mean, we had a couple of drinks, but she's fine. She'll be all right. She'll be all right. She didn't stop being my friend. Um, <laughs> she might be bad at him still, but I didn't do it. It wasn't my card. Uh, <laughs> but I think, like, for me, that, that, and I'm glad you asked that question because, um, like, one of the things, Scott and I are on this app called Paired. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's this app. It's called Paired, and you, um, you answer questions about your life and your relationship and your spouse and all this stuff. And then when you answer it, it notifies your spouse that you answer these questions. And then they have to go take a quiz or answer questions, but they don't see your answers until they take it. And then so it's been really cool. Like we wake up in the morning or like we get a notification and, you know, one of the things about money. And apparently he thinks I spend too much. So I was like, okay. So then when he gave me that challenge, I'm like, okay, this is like, you have to do this, you know? And so it was like really cool. So I have a question, and this I think um, really goes for all the moms here. Um, but how do you deal with, and you know, everyone has transformations, but how do you deal with the negative self-talk that happens with kind of body changes? over time with age, with pregnancies, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I have experience in that, even though I didn't birth my child, my children. Uh, but I think we all go through that, and I think that, I, this is what I really believe. I really, really believe what I'm about to say. It's just that, that society fucking with your brain. Because, like, I just think it's crazy that we expect everybody to look like the person on the magazine. It just doesn't even make sense. And while I am like extremely happy that there are some women that bounce back after they're pregnant, like why are we celebrating that? Why are we just celebrating the fact that I just carried a human in my body for nine months? You know what I mean? Like I literally just carried human or humans in my body. And, like, I'm trying to snatch back. Like, your hormones are crazy. Like, you, you ate different things that you would otherwise have never eaten. You know, your smells were all crazy. You know, I, I, our surrogate, you know, we're still really close to her. I think it was 
two and a half to three years after we had, after she had <laughs> our kids, where she was like, um, I don't even know if she celebrated, but she was just kind of like, oh my gosh, like I finally am back, not back, but she's just like, I'm finally, you know, at a place again. She never complained about it. But I think that there's too much pressure on women to, uh, think about it. You have the baby. I mean, you carry the baby. You have the baby. You have to heal from the baby. You have to nurse the baby. You have to take care of, like, you're doing all this stuff, and then people are, like, mad that you can't, you know, you're, 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 you're shaming yourself for not being somewhere. Like, come on. Like, give yourselves a break, you know? I think that it wasn't until, like, three and a half, close to four, that even we found a little bit of peace, just with children, you know, I, I tell people, I'm like, if my career wasn't in fitness, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this booty would be a little bit bigger. And, you know, like, I don't know. I, my career is in fitness. It's a little bit easier for me because it is my job, you know. And I think some, like, owning my own company. Like, people have so many, like, you have such a different kind of life that I would not rush the process. And the last thing I'll say is I think that by shaming yourselves for having a baby eliminates the joy of having the baby or babies. Like you're limit like like why are you doing that? Like of course, could you could you possibly eat a little healthier to feel better internally? Of course, you know? Like a ripped body is not the only sexy body. It's just not. Hi, um, I'm Alex. Um, my question is, um, as a new instructor at my studio, what can I do to really um, be beneficial to my students and um, really push? Uh, to be beneficial to your students is stand at the door, welcome them to class, don't point out the new person, don't just do the workout, go around and get on the floor with them. Boom, you got it. They're coming back. Uh, quick question. Okay. Um, what is Shanti's biggest fear? Jumping out of a motherfucking airplane. <laughs> All right, my name is Anne Therese. Happy birthday, Shanti, by the way. Um, I wanted to know why you chose Austin for your birthday party. Oh my God, I, because it's period, because it's my second favorite city in the United States. Like, I, 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 I was like, if we buy a second home or a vacation home, it needs to be in Austin. I love it so much. What is it about you that literally from those dark moments, something that Benefited. Uh, the biggest thing I can say in the shortest amount of time is like I gained the ability to be a protector. Because when I was sexually abused, I felt like I had to protect my family, but with my silence, and now I protect people with my voice. That's why I have this. Thank you. Um, what is your favorite personal development book or podcast that you listen to Ooh. or read? So, fav favorite personal development book is the one I read in college, the very first one I read, which is The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It's incredible and amazing. And um, I just love Brene Brown. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really good friends with Mel Robbins. I could say her, but I say her all the time, so I'm just giving someone else. So, for you both, how do you set goals? How do you make sure you're working towards the same goals and get well, back on track? Oh, okay. So, we don't work towards the same goals. We support each other's individual goals. Uh, we both have two different goals in our marriage. We have two different goals with our children. We just have different goals. And the, it opens our minds up to the possibility that our way is not better. And so we, I asked him, like, what does he want from this? He was raised a different way. He asked me. He lets me parent the way that I want. I let him parent the way that he wants. 
We don't interfere with that um, because we trust each other. And then, so we have that. When it comes to us, even when it comes to uh, spending time together, all that, like, we always ask, like, what is it that you have? We don't really, the only thing that it comes, I think financially is the only thing that we got to, like, figure out. (laughs) So for me, I am about the quality of life. And I'm like, the only people I'm leaving money for are my kids, so I want to spend it all while I'm here, you know what I mean? And he just has, you know, he never wants to be broke again. So we kind of have to work through that. So I support that, and he 100 supports, like, you know, if I'm like, we need to go somewhere, we need to do something, he's like, uh... And then he does the experience, and he's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And, and similar with him, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not purely because I don't want to stress him out. And I've realized that, well, I ain't have to spend that to have a good time. You know, I just think, but financially is the only thing that I think that's like really important for, for our relationship. But we have two different goals. We have two different goals for our marriage. Like, this is what I need. This is what he needs. And we support the goal of the other person. Because I just think it's really important for you to be heard, you know? And if, and I, everyone says relationship is about compromise. And I just think it's about being individually together. Because I never, if he wants to do something, unless it's going to hurt him or hurt me or hurt our kids, I'm literally going to say, go do it. And how can I be supportive of you doing that? He never says, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, okay, cool. As long as it doesn't hurt us, I want to support you through the process. Because I think freedom is the is the most important thing that will keep you close together. It's when people get married and they say, I have to stop doing this, I have to stop doing this, I can't do this, I can't. If you can't do a lot of things just because you're married, then why are you married? Like, I married you because of you, the way you were. Like, so I'm going to make that, I'm like, I'm like, go, like, go off. Like, what do you want to do? And so um, that's, that's really what, we really are like that. And it's great. And that's why I think I have to, 12 years, you know, we haven't had any we haven't had any moments where we were going to leave each other I mean, I wanted to knock them out a few times <laughs> I'm sure you wanted to lock me in the closet a few times, but um, ne- there's never been a moment thankfully that we've had a, like a patch of roughness that was going to end our relationship because we just from the beginning, it was let's be extremely supportive of each other Thank you all so much for being here and always trust and believe in who you are